Welcome to Pursuing the Pinnacle podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. There are times in our lives to where we get to the point that we say, I can't take it anymore. I quit. I've had it. And maybe you or someone you know is at that point this very day. And it's in times like these that our mind tells us things like, you've got to trust in God. But deep down in our heart, we're saying, yeah, I've heard all that, but it's not working for me. We might be going through the motions and appear okay to everyone else, but on the inside, we're giving up and we are drifting further away from God. You see, in the early church, Christians were suffering horrible persecution. And at some point, they too wanted to give up. They wanted to stop trusting God. And so the Spirit of God spoke to the writer of Hebrews to encourage them and to give them a perspective in the midst of their suffering. We can apply the exact same truth to our individual lives today, no matter what we are going through. Here's what he told them. In Hebrews 10.32, think back on the early days when you first learned about Christ. Remember how you remain faithful, even though it meant terrible suffering. In verse 35 and 36, so do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. It is sad, but it is true that most people miss the greatest thing in the entire world because they quit inwardly. They don't realize that God has a great plan and a great reward for them in this life and the one to come. That's why we have to keep pressing ahead, no matter what. We can have patient endurance even when going through the most difficult season in our lives. But to do this, we must have a basic understanding of what adversity is. Here are three things I want you to know about adversity. Number one, people who are righteous and walk closely with the Lord will still experience adversity in this world. No one is exempt. But the good news is that the Lord promises to deliver us as his children out of and through our afflictions when we believe and trust in him. In Psalm 34 and verse 19, it states, The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Secondly, God wants to transform your life through adversity. But why? Because it produces character. There will always be difficult things that we must overcome in every season, and God wants to use every single one of them to develop your character. The Apostle Paul, a man who knew very well what suffering entailed, wrote about this in his letter to the Christians in Rome. In Romans chapter 5, verse 3, beginning, we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. When we keep pressing ahead, that's when the love of God keeps being poured into our hearts. People who have suffered much and didn't give up, either outwardly or inwardly, have certain richness and strength about them. And as we endure, God changes us. We become more loving, more kind, more patient. We become more like Christ. And that should give us hope. We don't have to try hard to be Christians. Our transformation is the work of the Holy Spirit who molds and shapes us through our trials. Third and last, we can take heart and remember that our sufferings 
and trials are only but temporary. In 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 10, Peter states, "In the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. The wonderful message in that passage is that the things that are seen as temporal are the sufferings, are the adversities. And at some point, we need to believe that now isn't all there is and that there's a far bigger eternal picture. You see, God wants us to live in the now, but in light of the forever. I want to share with you a story about a daughter and a father. A daughter complained to her father about her life and how things were so hard for her. She did not know how she was going to make it and wanted to just give up. She was tired of fighting. She was tired of struggling. And it seemed as one problem was solved, another one came to the surface. Her father, being a chef, took her to the kitchen. He filled three pots with water and placed each of them on high fire. Soon the pots came to a boil. And in one he placed carrots, in the second he placed eggs, and in the last he placed ground coffee beans. He let them sit and he let them boil without saying a single word. The daughter impatiently waited, wondering what he was doing. And about 20 minutes later, he turned off the burners. He fished the carrots out and placed them in a bowl. He pulled the eggs out and placed them in a bowl. And then he ladled the coffee out and placed it in a bowl. Turning to her, he asked, Darling, what do you see? Carrots, eggs, and coffee, she replied. He brought her closer and asked her to fill the carrots. She did and noted that they were soft. He then asked her to take an egg and to break it, and after pulling off the shell, she observed that it was a hard-boiled egg. And finally, he asked her to sip the coffee, and she smiled as she tasted its rich aroma. She humbly asked, what does this mean, Father? He explained that each of them had faced the same adversity, boiling water, but each reacted differently. The carrot went in strong, hard, and unrelenting, but after being subjected to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg had been fragile. Its thin outer shell had protected its liquid interior, but after sitting through the boiling water, its inside became hardened. The ground coffee beans, however, were unique. After they were in the boiling water, they had changed the water. And he asked, which are you? When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? I ask you, the listener, what about you? Are you the carrot that seems hard, but with pain and adversity, do you wilt and become soft and lose your strength? Are you the egg which starts off with a malleable heart, where you have a fluid spirit, but after a death, a breakup, a divorce, a layoff, or some adversity, you become hardened and stiff? Your shell looks the same, but are you bitter and tough with a stiff spirit and heart? Or are you like the coffee bean? You see, the bean changes the hot water, the thing that's actually bringing the pain. When the water gets the hottest, it just tastes better. And if you are like the bean, then when things are at their worst, you get better and make things better around you. When people talk about you, do your praises to the Lord increase? When the hour is at its darkest and trials are at their greatest, does your worship elevate to another level? How do you handle adversity? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8-9, through 9, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not despaired, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you and that you seek him in all things. Until next time, God bless.